There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack with this film. Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. Brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hi there. I was going to say something. That was a sneeze. Did you guys hear that weird sneeze? Hello there. Welcome to another edition of our film and movie podcast here at the Norman Central Library, part of the Pioneer Library System. I am Kendall, and I'm joined today by my co-worker, my uh, companion, my compadre, London. London, how are you doing today? You forgot best friend. Best friend. Yes. Ooh, that's a new one. Yes. Okay. I, I'm great, best friend. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing very well, best friend. We are so happy to be here uh, to have an opportunity to talk to you guys about some films. This week, we have some very, very interesting films, um, and we actually want to talk a little bit outside of our time. I know that's breaking the rules, but for those of you at home, a reminder for this show, both of us, myself, London, we we're given five minutes to talk about uh, to report in to talk about this film that we had, you know, watched over the past week on Canopy or Hoopla. We'll tell you where to find them, but our goal is to sell you on this to see if you're sitting around looking for something to watch, looking for something to binge. We try to go, you know, go home mentally with that idea and find something that's worth your time. So again, we'll have five minutes, but before I want to, before we dive into that, both of these films. Well, actually, this is the first. Uh, this is the first sequel we've done, right? Or the first original film in its sequel or part of the anthology. Is that correct, London? I think. I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So um, our, our topics this week are um, London was actually able to watch a Train to Busan, which is a fantastic Korean horror film. And I watched the sequel, I guess. Um, would you say it's a sequel? I guess continuation part of the anthology? It, it's, it's set in the, the same universe. It's not a direct sequel. Sure. That's that's so, a perfect way to say yeah. it. Set in the same universe. Um, the the film I watched was called Train to Busan Presents Peninsula. Um, you'll also see it referred to as just Peninsula as well. Um, so just giving you a little bit of background, we need. I feel like we need to have a discussion about these films before we actually try to sell you on them and tell them what they're about because they're kind of about a lot. Surface level, okay? London, would you say these are just zombie films? Well, I, I think you're you're missing in between the lines about all the vampires. The vampires? I am missing the vampires. Go on. No, no, no. Let's get back to zombies. Um, <laughs> sure. I was going to say, if I missed vampires in these films, I was just watching for all the wrong reasons. You need more coffee. <laughs> right. So the, uh, for, for those of you at home, this, these um, you might have actually seen Train to Busan in kind of passing. It came out. Um, I'll have London talk more about it, but it came out in 2016. Um, and it was kind of a, a big hit, even in Korea, but even in the States. It was. Um, and I say Korea. Of course, South Korea. It would be important to distinguish that. But that will actually come up later in one of our film talks about these because there's a lot going on in these films. So I want to take a step back really quick. London, you are our resident horror fan, both good and bad. Um, so you've expressed to me that you love zombie films. Um, tell me a little bit about your love for zombie films, maybe where you got your start or ones that are some of your favorite of all time. I will take that title, first of all. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, I grew up, my parents would let me watch old black and white monster movies. They, I was having nightmares. I guess they didn't care. Um, <laughs> but I was probably too young, and this isn't black and white, but I was too young, and I got to watch the 1978 Dawn of the Dead from George Romero. Oh, fantastic movie. Fantastic. It's, it scared the GBs out of me as a kid. Yes, uh -huh. that's a real word. Yeah. Um, it's terrifying. I, that made such an impression on me because all of a sudden your neighbor, you know, might turn into a monster and want to eat you. And you so, had, so how you had never really seen anything like this before, at least that, in that regard. That's really my first zombie memory. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, it's actually interesting that you say that. So 
Um, quick side note, I would say the first zombie film that I ever watched um, was much later, but it was actually the remake. I think it was in 2004, the Zack Snyder one yeah, yeah. of Dawn of the Dead. That was like the first one I saw that um, really actually terrified me. So it's interesting that we kind of share that together. So um, knowing that in mind with your love for zombie films, um, you know, you know, obviously, if for those of you who don't know, um, Dawn of the Dead, the original one, is very in your face with societal commentary and elements what are some big like takeaways because i think they'll tie into train to basan a little bit too from like dawn of the dead for instance like with the mall could you explain that a little bit to us a, a huge thing with the with dawn of the dead either one is a, a the commentary on um consumerism and just how we are as a society so you know we're all dead and we're coming back as zombies and where do we go we still go to our local shopping mall because that's important and we need to acquire more junk and it's kind of more hammed up too in the original one right like it's just they're literally walking around there, there's good horror but also there's cheesy muzak playing you know to zombies <laughs> falling down the escalator and sure. it, there are silly moments in it yeah and then the biker gang of course right that shows up you have to have well. a biker gang biker gang as well yeah i think that is actually kind of uh, that's still it's the more we talked about this even before recording the more i'm realizing that there's so much at play with these films so i want to go ahead and for time's sake again london i'm going to give you five minutes our beautiful beautiful timekeeper wilhelm and his infamous scream will go off to let you know if you've run out of time but take these next five minutes will you tell us a little bit about train to Basan? i would love to um wilhelm if you will start me off there um, again, so I watched Train to Busan. Um, this is from 2016. Do you, you remember Snakes on a Plane with Samuel L. Jackson? Who could forget Snakes on a Plane? I, I think this is just a natural progression from Snakes <laughs> on a Plane. Um, that became a formula. I, I don't know if that was a big thing the, before The public then. Transp- transit system. Right. You, ha- you have Monster X on this type of vehicle, and <laughs> you know you end up with zombie on a train, <laughs> sure. basically. Sure. But it's terrifying. It is scary. Um, So just kind of to give you the brief synopsis here, a man, his estranged daughter, and other passengers are trapped on this speeding train during a zombie outbreak in South Korea. What more could you want? Yeah. And I mean, that's honestly, that's kind of just right on the hole for it. Right. Go on. Right. Um, Something I like about this one is I, I do like the sort of zombie movie where you get to see the initial outbreak where, you know, life is normal. You have your inciting incident, and mm-hmm. then um, everything just kind of hits the fan. Which is actually why I love the, the remake of Dawn of the Dead that happened, because I think that's one of the best openings to a horror film. You know, as far as, for those of you who haven't seen it, you know, it's you're seeing it all go around. Little signs, and then it just kicks into full gear. Your neighbor's a zombie breaking into your house. That well, type of thing. Well, and I, I don't want to get off track here, but when she leaves her house in that Dawn of the Dead remake uh-huh. in the morning and just... The world has gone into chaos. Yeah. That's the sort of thing I like. And so you see this on a train. Everyone embarks on this train trip and life is normal. Um, One infected person does happen to get on a train. Ah. And really you're fleeing from car to car to car and all these other situations, um, you know, trying to maintain your safety. Yeah. And there's kind of a beautiful cast of characters, too. There's like, you know, so the, main, the protagonist is, is kind of this dad who's out of touch with his family. Um, but you also have that kind of, you know, counteracted by this kind of beefy, uh, you know, uh, soon to be father with his pregnant wife, um, who's kind of actually, if I'm not if I'm remembering correctly, kind of calls him out repeatedly on being like a bad person. <laughs> he does. And the the man, this this father, he really needs to be redeemed in this movie. Yeah. So he that's kind of his journey here. He's not the best guy. No, he's not. He's a, a fund 
fund, hedge fund hedge manager fund, and yeah. yeah he's very inconsiderate of other people and you can tell he cares about his daughter but he doesn't start out as a great a great person yeah and then so yeah you have those two families you have a, um and actually, I, I want to get your opinion on this, too. What made me think of the tie-in with the Dawn of the Dead we talked about is there's there's a homeless man as well. Um, and there's kind of this, again, with elements being kind of in your face, there's like a huge class dynamic at Train to Basan going on. Um, again, they're all trapped in this train. They're all trying to survive. But, I mean, you have like the, the COO of the uh, the actual train line trying to kind of prohibit people from coming in because he sees them as lesser in a way i think there's a lot of commentary there that's the guy who's an absolute jerk right yes that's the guy who steps on the phone you you have to have that character in uh, this type of movie yes absolutely so so. So i think i thought it was so fascinating though that there really is there there's stuff going on there i mean there's class dynamics going on there's there's just good old-fashioned zombie horror you know blood and guts but there's, I mean, there's redemption going on. There's other things. What else stood out to you about this film? Well, you just reminded me of this, actually. Um, do you remember the movie Snowpiercer? Absolutely, yeah. So that that's that whole movie. There's a class system on a train, and that's the last of humanity there. So you're kind of seeing some of those same themes in this movie. And I wonder, not to get too metaphorical, too abstract, but I wonder what about a train? Just the idea of something, I guess, that doesn't take a lot of manpower to work. And is like set and, you know, we'll just go on for forever. I wonder what about a train and doing society based on that? You know, I think there's something there to kind of digest about as far as moving forward, whether or not with with or without man. And you're just kind of there to hang on and fight your own battles inside. Um, something to think about. Something to think about. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. What are some of your final thoughts on Train to Basan? I, I really like this. So I, I just wanted to say, you know, if you're a fan of zombie anything, um, there's a lot out there to choose from. Walking Dead, the George Romero movies, um, 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later. Yeah. Um, Return of the Living Dead, World War Z, Shaun of the Dead. Um, <laughs> you, you take your pick. I, sure. I could go on all day. So Yeah. But I think there's a little bit of everything in that. Yeah. Um, e- even, you know, Shaun of the Dead has its scary moments. And I think this is a fantastic, well-deserved placement amongst those. I'll give you some closing comments. Okay. So if you're interested in Train to Busan, this is available through Hoopla with your library card. Um, This is a good title. It has a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Nothing really offensive in this other than this is a zombie movie. There will be zombie violence. So come prepared for that, and I think you'll enjoy it. That is a perfect way to end that conversation, and I appreciate you doing your due diligence and research on the content inside as well. We are trying to be better about that to communicate um, what is appropriate for what audiences. So that is the first of the first and second installment. Again, I will be taking the sequel right after our break, and we'll be right back. Oh, hi there. We just wanted to take a moment to tell you about a few of our library services today. We are proud to be offering curbside service at all of our locations for pickup of physical materials, such as all your favorite books and beloved movies, and we also continue to offer a treasure trove of digital items as well. For our purposes today, let us bring your attention to our streaming services, Hoopla and Canopy, just two of the many perks included with your Pioneer Library card. Through Hoopla, you can discover digital items ranging from ebooks to music to movies and television shows. And with Canopy, you can explore an impressive library of streaming film titles. And now back to our program. All right, welcome back. We are happy you're still here. And we are here to talk about the, uh, not sequel, the in the same universe of the next anthology, the next installment of Train to Bazan, Bazan presents Peninsula. Uh, so Wilhelm, actually, if you'll start me up, if you'll set up my timer, and I'll get going. 
All right, so my film was following the 2016 Train to Busan. I had Peninsula, which actually came out uh, this past year in 2020. What a year for a film to come out, side note, by the way. That was, uh, that, I bet that was tough <laughs> on, on Peninsula as well. So this film is not quite a sequel. Um, none of the characters show up again. Um, it's more of a four years later in the same universe. Um, but here's a synopsis for Peninsula. A zombie virus has in the last four years spread to all of South Korea, Four Koreans in Hong Kong sail through the blockade for two or sorry for twenty million dollars on a truck. <sighs> okay, I, I need I needed to stop there and take a step back. London, I think that's describing one of the many movies you could argue this movie is about. One of the many uh, plots. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack with this film. Um, I'm, I'm in no way, shape, or form saying it's bad. I would still recommend it, but I think it has certain. I think Train to Busan is more wide appealing than this film is. This film feels very different. Um, first off, going back to my comment, it is a movie about a heist, but only for really about 20 minutes. And then the movie, or then the money just kind of goes away. Um, and it kind of becomes this, they're stranded in uh, South Korea, which is four years into a zombie apocalypse. And, uh, you know, uh, man is kind of the actual true evil over the zombies and there's people that are imprisoning each other and fighting gladiator battles uh, it's a it's kind of a wacky movie a little bit um i wanted to talk to you specifically london about again we had previously talked about what works in a zombie film what do you my, my first thought that goes to this is i think the rapid success of train to basson um i think you could clearly see that in this film because counteract to the original film which is on korean this film has spoken korean has spoken english and um it takes place pretty much entirely all in hong kong do you think that's i mean i think that's a really clear indication that they're trying to please multiple crowds based on the success of the first one what do you what was your takeaway from that i noticed that right away um it, it has some of the elements of train to busan but and you know i don't know if we said this is the same director yon yon ho yes um so you, you see some of the same things there, but you can tell they're trying to reach out to the American audience, I think. Yeah, I think they're trying to, and honestly, I think in some ways it kind of struggles to find its identity with that. Because you have some scenes where there are zombies that are, you know, flooding, very much like the, the first film. They're flooding after these these characters and, you know, you're fearing for them. But in Peninsula, you also have this, uh, this in particular, my mind goes to this one scene of this young female character. She's maybe 14, 15 driving a car to this kind of flamenco Spanish guitar music. And she's just like drifting through streets, hitting zombies with her car. And it's this very like fun, lighthearted scene. It's just kind of jarring a little bit. Um, I was kind of struggling with what I was, what I was supposed to be feeling during that. Uh, and of course the numerous gun battles in this film as well. Um, I saw actually a review for this film, talk about it as fast and the furious with zombies. Would you agree with that? There's so many car chases. There's so many car chases. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but I think because of that, this film, in my mind, is geared towards those the fan of the Fast and the Furious, the fans. Even I would even make the argument of like The Walking Dead, where The Walking Dead is very dramatic um, and has a very close following. But I think also, too, it's really not... It's not quite, doesn't go all the way there with drama all the time. And so I think it's more kind of a casual viewing at times. But I would even say, I want your opinion on this, but watching this this movie like book of eli and i am legend those kind of 2000s uh, apocalyptic movies that's what kind of came to mind with this film did you kind of get like a feeling of those as well as kind of a, a run and gun survive type film 
that was my exact thought early in the film when you're seeing South Korea just in ruin. Um, I thought I was seeing I Am Legend. Yeah. All over again. Which, and I have to point out as well, I thought it was interesting. They they have one line that talks about how there's a unification between North and South Korea. But it, it, to my knowledge, it's never brought up again. So I just no. thought that was interesting. <laughs> that it was, And of course, the, the title of the film Peninsula is referring to um, it's no longer Korea uh, because it's such a infected zone. It's just referred to as the peninsula. Um, and the people that are from there are kind of seen as um, are, are negative in most societies because they spawned this disease. So I really, I, just, to, just to wrap it up, there, there's so much more to unpack here. But I would say give it a try. Um, it's definitely, I would not say a bad movie, but it's definitely very different. Do you have any final thoughts on that as well, London? They are very different movies, but again, I love zombies. I I was engaged with this the whole time. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I absolutely. I would say, whereas Train to Basan is more of a horror film, this is more of a casual Friday night film. But still, check it out. You can find it on Hoopla with your library card. So, Kendall, there I haven't seen this yet. Um, there's also an animated prequel um, to these movies called oh, what's what's the title? The Soul Station. Okay. Oh, very neat. And where can you find it? Uh, this is streaming on Canopy. That's included with your library card. All right, I'll have to check it out. And we want to thank you guys again so much for joining us. We covered Train to Busan and Train to Busan, Busan Presents Peninsula. Oh, that's a mouthful for myself. Uh, London, it was great to sit down with you. I am so happy that we get a chance and opportunity to do this. Um, and again, if you guys have any interest in reaching out to us via our social media um, or liking and subscribing our content, feel free to reach out to us and just let us know if you have any suggestions, anything you think we should cover. Um, this is a blast that we get to do this as part of our job, and we are here as a resource uh, to for both the good and bad. If you have, if you find a particularly bad movie, still send it our way. We'd love to watch it and, and interact with you guys. So once again, it'll be Kendall and London signing off, and we just want to say take care from PLS. Have a great day.